You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America. Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, here we go, the second hour of power. It is Race Central, the drive from 3 to 5. Our new hours. I'm sure if you're listening, you probably know what time it is. But it, it never hurts to just remind you. But uh, also the podcast up on the fan website every Monday. The wildly popular Race Central podcast. Uh, great uh, first hour talking to, uh, well, you normally formally hailed from the San Francisco Bay Area, from Sausalito, one mighty shiny place, uh, Mr. J.R. Hildebrand. On, uh, boy, he's going to be a busy guy this year with all the stuff he's got up to. Um, uh, you know, Indy 500, uh, Pikes Peak. We couldn't go into a lot of detail there just because we couldn't, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, trying to do some hill climb stuff, maybe go to Bonneville for a speed record. Um, obviously, he's going to be very busy and a really, really, really cool guy. Uh, love catching up with, with Jr. and and uh, he potentially might be one of our um, uh, honorees at our bash after the clash Daytona 500 party at Podium Karting Center, formerly Unser Karting in North Denver, uh, thir- Highway 36 and I 25. PodiumKarting.com. First hundred to the door get the VIP cred for free races and uh, beverages. And if you missed that deal, we we got discounted stuff all day long. We'll be raffling off race, race, racing memorabilia. Just a, a lot of a lot of fun. It's a it's it's more of a celebration than it is a lot. You know, lockdown, especially with the axe throwing and the arcade and just, just, oh, so much stuff to do. So uh, it, it should be a lot of fun, and it's free. That's uh, you know want to get that out there because you know it's not like you just show up at the door and all of a sudden it's like twenty five dollars to come in or something. Uh, the clash this weekend is uh, I'm really going to dig this. This is the the first time since uh, I believe the fifties that NASCAR has competed um, at a football stadium. I was born in the fifties, but I don't know what they've been saying since the fifties. I don't know if that's fifty or fifty nine. And it's the first time they've competed on a quarter-mile track since 79. And th- this being, quote-unquote, a preseason event, there's a ton of buzz going around uh, in the NASCAR world, but also the motorsports world. And the even maybe more importantly, in the Southern California market. Because I, I believe, and I, I'm no genius, I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But uh, I should probably hit them up for sponsorship. Because um, I use that line a lot. The, uh, the, the There's a pitch here. There's an angle. And what they're hoping is, of course, you know, the hardcores are going to go. The guy that's going out to, uh, to uh, Fontana for the cup race, he'll be there. The guy that's going to Vegas, probably be there. Uh, the a Phoenician that goes to PIR, probably going to be there. Probably some people from the Bay Area, hardcore NASCAR fans. But what they're really trying to do is step outside the box and and 
create. This thing's got as much buzz going as the Daytona 500. And, of course, our podium carding uh, bash after the clash. February 20, be there at 9 a.m., free. Let's see how we do that. That's what we call it, radio professional segue, <clears throat> which I'm not. But I'll just play also play one on the radio again. They're, they're trying to kind of dip into the outside the boxer, maybe the tier three, four, five, the very casual follower or whatever. Uh, and from what I've been told by some of my, my peoples, NASCAR, who are very smart people, are, are really trying to copy what the NHL is doing with the Winter Classic. Chance to stand out, unique event, uh, right after the Pro Bowl. So, you know, when you're all liquored up and you just got done watching, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of guys who did not make the Super Bowl play at the, at the Death Star in Las Vegas, just roll yourself right in to, uh, you know, bullfight, bullfighting, basically, in a bull ring. And the Bush Clash. So I, I completely, I completely get it, and I think it's going to work. I, I really, really believe it's going to. Now we won't see till it's over, and then of course, all the you know post. Uh, I won't say post mortem because that's not a good thing, but post. But I, I, I believe um, this is going to work. I think it's it's great. It's perfect timing, and I'm looking forward to it myself. Uh, Four o'clock here in the Mile High uh, on Fox, and what can I say? We hope to see you February twentieth at Podium Karting. It's all free. Axe throwing, kart racing, free racing memorabilia to watch the, now I've just reclaimed it, bash after the clash. Segment brought to you by Coyote Motorsports. Uh, they've got it when nobody else does. Go down tell Brian you heard us talking about him on the radio. They've got all the new Yamaha product, also the Red Hot CF Moto. And they're taking orders for the new CF Moto motorcycle, which is mind-blowing. You can see it on Race Central TV, on Denver Comcast, on Denver Comcast Roku. But, uh, and also the CF Moto is 0% financing. How's that for a ding-donger? It's Race Central on the radio. It's The Drive. More good stuff. And RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Quarter after the hour in the second hour of power, it's Race Central, The Drive from 3 to 5 and RaceCentralMedia.com. The, uh, I mean, the season is on, and I'm excited to watch the clash at 4 o'clock here in the Mile High City on Sunday. Uh, there's, I don't know if there's any um, odds out, quote-unquote, or uh, I know there's a lot of places that uh, have a lot of the betting apps and stuff. NASCAR betting, I, from what I'm understanding, in Colorado is actually very strong. But I don't know if there's any play, as we would say, in the industry for the the class because it's not a, an official race. But I mean, you could bet on that the sun's coming up tomorrow. If, you know, if the guys in the desert have their say. But there's a few favorites, but it's going to be important to watch a qualifying Saturday. Cause there's there's a lot new here. I mean, these cars they're they're kind of along the line of the SRX cars. That Tony Stewart runs in his series. Uh, all the parts come from the main, from one supplier. Um, they're super, super regulated in terms of what they can do. It's, this is not a normal cup race. This is this is a, a uh, an exhibition. And then, of course, the, the new eighteen-inch wheels, a single lug uh, deal, which should allow for faster pit stops. We'll see how that plays out because it's a quarter-mile track, man. 
nobody's got anywhere to go. So, uh, you know, if you if you look at the the quote unquote edge, certainly Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, and Chase Elliott share the best odds. So I guess they are laying they're laying odds. And I don't know if you can bet on it. I'm not a betting guy, so I don't care. Um, because they're short track specialists, but again, this, there's no betting history for these drivers on extremely short track like this. But you know, a guy to look out for, Brad Keselowski, has seven wins on short tracks throughout his career. Boy, talk about a quote unquote track record. I would certainly say that 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 plays out. So you know, we'll have to see. I, I know. I say I think. The timing's good. End of the day on Sunday after the Pro Bowl, you know, it's uh, it's going to play to a great TV audience. Big buzz in Southern California and actually around the country because there's been a lot of buzz for the new car. So I this is I like this. This is like the Winter Classic for NHL. I mean, I know a lot of people that weren't really hockey fans that watched the Winter Classic. And went, that's really cool. Uh, I, for one, am a big hockey fan. And I love the Winter Classic, uh, especially when they had it in Lake Tahoe a couple of years ago where they have the, uh, the, the golf program with all the celebs over there on the South Shore at the um, uh, – uh, starts with an E, Inglewood, Inglewood Country Club, I guess it is. But and I think last year the Classic, it got so warm that the ice was melting and they had to kind of, you know, do a little track maintenance, which was – Kind of interesting, but uh, anyway, what can, I, what can I say? I'm looking forward to this. I think this will reach an audience that'll be that'll be really good. Um, for uh, those of you that, well, actually, I'm, here's what I'm going to give you the schedule right now. So it all they said no track time today starts off Saturday. These are all Eastern times, so pencils up or pencils down or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, 12:30 p.m. Bushlight Clash practice. I'll be watching. That's 1030 in the morning. Mm -hmm. That's just about the right time. Uh, 3 p.m., you have Press Pass. uh, You can watch live on TV. Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Kyle Bush, blah, 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 blah. 6 p.m. Eastern, Press Pass with Alex Bowman. Then 8.30, so 6.30 here. Bush Light Clash single car qualifying. Those laps will probably be about six seconds. Maybe. Then 9 p.m. we got press pass, uh, post-race qualify stuff. So uh, 3 p.m., so one here in the Mile High, Bush Clash qualifying heat races. I like the format. Then we got the last chance qualifiers at 4.10. Then the main event, 4 o'clock here in the Mile High, and then 7.30, so it's 5.30 here. And I like the fact that this, this race is short. Now, if we're wadding up stuff right and left... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what might happen. Uh, but I I, I I hate to say it, but I have a feeling that uh, a lot is going to happen this weekend. So that should be very, very interesting. Um, I know we got a lot of Formula One fans out there because nobody talks about F1. And I happen to be a, a huge F1 fan. And as you've heard me say many times, uh, the whole you know, drive to survive thing that, you know, grew out of the pandemic. And then the amazing story of Roman Grosjean and his, you know, the man that walked out of the fire 
uh, and him coming to IndyCar. The guy's instant. I mean, he is one of the – we've been trying to get him on for months, and it's just not uh, happening. But Formula One's going to look a lot different this year. The 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 restyling or aerodynamic packages that were in place pre-pandemic that were postponed due to the pandemic are now fully enforced. Uh, the Haas team, uh, as connected to Stuart Haas, is the first team to launch their new uh, their 2022 car. Looks really cool, by the way. Uh, and Formula One has big hopes that this new-look car will be a game-changer. I don't know. The Formula One numbers, I mean, maybe the best Formula One season in decades concluded this past year with the the whole uh, Lewis Hamilton, you know, Max Verstappen, Maxi Axe, as I've called him, deal. That was, and then the controversy. Controversy is good for sport. It's really good for sport. Gets everybody talking. But it would be sad to see if Michael Massey is, is replaced as a Formula One race director um, after all the the Abu Dhabi stuff. So, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm very, very, you know, uh, thrilled with that. But, um, you know, there's still all these rumors that Lewis Hamilton – his future hinges on, you know, the report. I really don't care about the report. Put the damn cars on the racetrack, just like Michael Massey said to Toto Wolf when Toto Wolf lost his mind over the end of the race. He said, we called it motor racing. We wanted the race to, fig- to finish as a race. And Toto's all got his undies in a bunch because he's, he's, you know, he's all worried, disillusioned Lewis Hamilton. Hopes he doesn't quit Formula One. Well, of course not. Uh, because basically you're probably handing this year's championship back over to Red Bull again. So what can I say? It uh, It's all good out there, and uh, I hope you're all going to be planning for a great weekend. I know that uh, I'll be glued to the TV set. I'm still waiting for somebody to give us a, a bell and tell me about a really good NASCAR bar that I haven't been to here in the Mile High. You can call us at 303-844-3776, or you can tweet at me, at Race Central. And again, the uh, the bash after the clash, February 20th, 9 a.m. It's all free. Podium, Carding and Event Center, formerly Unser Carding. The, uh, the bash after the clash, free memorabilia, be raffled off during the day. First hunter in the door, get the VIP pass for free races and beverages. And if you miss that deal, because we're expecting hundreds, you have discounted racing all day long. Uh, be part of a national TV show. We'll be shooting it for TV. Sid the Kid, who's my producer on the radio here, Extraordinaire, will be there uh, doing a little uh, TV stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's just basically a big old freaking party, and we'd love to have you all there. And, again, it's all free. Podiumcarding.com for more information or racecentralmedia.com or my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. It's, uh, holy cow, half hour to go. It's the premiere show. It's Race Central, The Drive and RaceCentralMedia.com. About 4.30 in the afternoon, it is Race Central to Drive, 3 to 5, the new hours, every Friday right here on the Torch for Motorsports. Uh, Sid the Kid uh, uh, efforting uh, uh, briskly to get the podcast ready 
to get up on the fan website on Monday. Going to be good stuff. Uh, I keep saying the clash this weekend. I'm excited about it. It, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's really it's kind of a exhibition, but it does officially kick off the NASCAR season, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, much like the Rolex Twenty Four kicked off uh, the sports car racing season uh, just a weekend ago, it was good to catch up with Jim Jordan from the SRO series. If you watch the Rolex Twenty Four SROs, is they're they're so their similarities are different, but in the comes to the big, fast prototype cars and the fancy schmancies. Um, you know, you'll see a lot of the same stuff there. But SRO also has you know, terrific, as you heard Jim say, ladder program uh, with a, some, some smaller. And I was the host of the – at that time, they were launching the TCR category, which they went away from. And I was the host for NBC Sports, but also the series announcer. It was It's a cool deal. Um, and, I, and I like – I get it why SRO went away from the TCR cars because the TCR cars needed huge factory support, and some of the factories like Audi had the 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 wicked machine TCR car then, and they were flying in you know pro drivers from Europe that are racing in you know German touring car and spending epic budgets in TCR and and I think they figured that the that especially in a ladder system when you're trying to beat the factory. And you know, guys that are that are driving professionally or testing every day or almost every day in the car and being buzzed in. I mean, it was not, I'm not kidding. When I was when it was a Pro League World Challenge Series, and I was with them uh, in like the some of the sprint races and stuff, the the Ferraris and the Bentleys, Aston Martin. I mean, we had helicopters landing at the helipads at the tracks. With drivers that were coming, you know, pro drivers, factory drivers coming in from from South America, from Europe, from Japan, from Canada, that's tough to compete with. It's really tough to compete with. So, I get it. It's a little more user friendly to coin a phrase my wife likes, and uh, smaller budgeted, and gives more people the opportunity to get into professional racing in a professional series. I like it. The IndyCar series they kick off. In the streets of St. Pete, which which I've coined kind of years ago, the East Coast version of the Roar at the Shore, a.k.a. the Long Beach Grand Prix. So they kick off February 27th. IndyCar season is going to be a good one. You know, our, our new new champion, Pato Award, the, the Young Blood, the IndyCar, uh, Rhinus VK, Pato Award, uh, you know, go I can go on and on and on. The... Uh, you know, it's just, it was an exciting season in IndyCar. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, full schedule this year. Roman Grosjean, super pop, if not maybe one of the most popular drivers in the series last year, uh, especially from his, uh, his you know, epic uh, survival of the crash in the season finale. Well, the, the, the penultimate round of Formula One in, uh, uh, in the Netflix series. So, you know, Roman, very popular driver, uh, a lot of good fan interaction. Uh, Streets of St. Pete and also the Long Beach are really good events to get really close to the cars and the drivers, which, you know, make them favorites for me. Long Beach, of course, since I raced there in the early 90s, obviously dear, near and dear to my heart. I think this year will be my, my 40th year or something like that as I 
age myself, but they'll kick the season off on February 27th. A lot of good stories. And I'm glad to get here. JR has a ride for Indy. He did not tell us the team because I, I believe there's, you know, this pandemic thing, it's, it's slowed everything down, slowed the world down. Things just don't happen as quick, um, especially major corporations, a lot of people working remotely. You know, sponsorship deals, like in the past, I can remember doing a deal where, I mean, literally the Alan Kowicki NASCAR deal was done at the original Hooters in Florida, and the contract was done on the back of a Hooters napkin. Uh, if you go into any of the Hooters, they'll have replicas or copies of that framed on the wall. I mean, it's just a different deal now. So I'm sure JR is working hard on, on finding funding to, uh, to make all that good stuff happen. But it'll be uh, March 20th at Texas, April 10th, Long Beach, May 1st, Barber Motorsports Park, great venue. Uh, the 14th of May, Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course, 29th, of course, the greatest spectacle in racing, the 106th, the June 5th uh, Raceway at Belle Isle. Now, I was told, and maybe the schedule doesn't reflect it yet, but I was told they were moving uh, back from Belle Isle to downtown Detroit, where they used to run it around the Renaissance Center, a.k.a., if you're on a first-name basis, the Ren-Sen, which is something, something else. Don't have any cocktails and start walking around the Rensen. It is oval. You will get lost. You will fall down. Uh, it's They had to kind of reshape it. They actually did a remodel years, probably two decades ago. But uh, I've been to that venue many times, and boy, you could lose. Uh, yeah. Man, oh, man. A drone could get lost in there. Uh, so I, I will try to chase that story down because I heard they were moving – Back from Belle Isle to downtown, just more user-friendly. Again, oh, hey, there's a phrase again. And uh, the drivers like it better. Belle Isle's cool, but drivers like it better. The, uh, June 12th, uh, Road America. Then uh, July 3rd, uh, one of the favorites, two, two of the favorites, Road America and Mid-Ohio. Then the 17th, Streets of Toronto. The 23rd and 24th, we go to the Corn. That's what we call it. Iowa Speedway Race 1 and Race 2. Thank God. They move those races to night races because usually it's about 115 with 100 million percent humidity, and uh, they got, the fellows didn't like it. Then we go July 30th, Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course, August 7th, Streets of Nashville. That was a good venue last year. It was wildly popular, and uh, Marcus uh, Erickson getting a very, very popular win. Nashville will be cool. I'm definitely, I was invited last year, I'm definitely making it out. Uh, for that race this year. Then the 20th, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Then the September 4th, Portland, which is always one of my favorites. I set a national lap record there in Formula Atlantic cars back in the, you know, the wood the wood wheels era. Actually, early 90s. And then wrap it up at uh, another one of my former home tracks, September 11th. How ironic. At uh, Laguna Seca Raceway. So, good stuff. We've got some more stuff to get to. It is uh, last call next segment. Got some more good topics to get to. Uh, I got a story here I definitely don't want you to miss, and we'll get to that after the break and racecentralmedia.com. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. I'm a largy. Yeah. Last call, is we would say. 
as I uh, was enjoying the view from the Ivory Tower here, Ray Central, the Drive 3 to 5 podcast on the fan website Monday. And uh, Sid the Kid, in her, uh, 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 her eminence, looks at me and goes, 20 seconds. I'm like, oh, probably be a good thing to walk on over from staring out the window like, you know, a puppy on the, on the window of a truck or something and get back on the air. So uh, the story, and this is a good one. As we talk about how motorsports is becoming so diversified, and and I really uh, I need to get Saber Cook back on because she's back in the in the uh, the W series, uh, the women's series for open wheel, kind of like Formula um, like Formula Atlantic cars or or you know Indy Lights that type of deal, but it's women only, and she's a standout in that series. But there's just a lot of really good and exciting things uh, going on. Uh, if you followed the Indy 500 last year, of course, a big story was the all-women's team at the 500 with Beth Peretta, who was on this program, which was really a, a very special get because, um, you know, she was doing like, you know, NBC Today shows and, you know, you know that kind of stuff. And uh, for her to, you know, honor my little funky radio show in Denver, even though we have a very large streaming audience around the globe, uh, was was pretty cool. Uh, Joe Stevens, who's been on this program many times, as you, as you know, I'm a big Trans Am fan. And Joe Stevens, Stevens Miller Racing, uh, it, like I say, he's been on the show quite a few times. At the season finale at Circuit of the Americas, they rolled out a an adaptive car, which got a lot of attention and a lot of buzz. And the idea was to be able to develop and build a car for Trans Am 2 that a, a, a challenged driver, I'm not sure what the proper, proper protocols are there, um, with hand controls and stuff, they could run Trans Am 2. And it got rave reviews. It was the talk of the town. I think it's awesome. And you heard me mention Robert Wickham Wickens earlier had that horrendous crash. I want to say it was like five, five years ago, four years ago at Pocono. One of the worst I've ever seen. And is now, you know, paralyzed, but got, you know, after his rehab, uh, got back in a car. It was a Hyundai last weekend at Daytona and their team won. I mean, wow. Talk about comeback story, feel-good story. So and this is a guy that was super talented. I mean, and obviously still is, but in a different way. Like all of us have had to kind of reshape or remold or just, you know, remodel our brains and our, it, everything that we do over the, the craziness of, of the past two years. But I think we're doing pretty good, folks. But we got still got to do better. But for Robert to come out in his first professional race. Uh, now, granted, he's been doing a lot of testing and stuff, so it wasn't like, you know, he just wheeled him out there and said, go for it, dude. Uh, but it, pretty impressive. And he had really good teammates, too. But the dude the dude was as fast as his able-bodied, uh, you know, compadres, and he drove at night when it was slick and nasty and, I mean, the, the dude can still wheel a race car. It was a very, very feel-good story. So as I, as I ramble on, it should be interesting to see how this adaptive car for Trans Am 2, uh, you know, plays out. Because I know I've, I've talked to Joe about it a couple times off-air, obviously. 
and he's real excited about it. And there's, you know, there's a, there's a, a couple guys. Uh, one of them competed in the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb a few years ago. A very well known uh, driver. Uh, his, his handle is Chair Slayer, and I think the, the the he had a mechanical. It wasn't anything he did. The guys, it's just a really really good driver. But they had a mechanical, but it got a lot of attention. And I'm curious to see, uh, especially if they can get maybe find a way to get Robert in that Trans Am 2 car. Now, I'm not sure if that's a problem with his Hyundai contract. A lot of these, they don't let you you know do that. Homie can't do that. So, but, it, boy, I would love to see maybe Robert in uh, or a driver of, of said caliber in the adaptive control Trans Am 2 car. Uh, as we wrap up the show. They kick their season off February 24th and 7th at Sebring. Then they go March 17th to 20th to Charlotte. Then March 24th to 27th, uh, Road Atlanta. They got a great schedule. April 22nd to 24th, they go to Laguna Seca. Then they go to Sonoma. So that, that makes sense. You know, keep the cost under control. Drive, uh, you know, 200 miles, uh, you know, up, not even that. I mean, Salinas to Sonoma is about. Well, the way I used to drive it, probably about an hour and 20 minutes, but in a hauler, probably two hours, maybe. Um, so that makes complete sense uh, for for scheduling and also budgeting. Then they go to Lime Rock to the tow cross country on Memorial Day. I've been to that Lime Rock Classic on Memorial Day so many times. It uh, It's a very, very special place. Paul Newman's home track. He made that track incredibly famous. And uh, one of the most beautiful tracks in the whole wide world. Then they go to Mid-Ohio, then Road America with NASCAR, which I think is is really, really good um, cross-pollination, for a lot better description. Then they go to the Big Machine Music. I love that name. Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, uh, Trans Am 2 only. That makes sense. The seven, eight, well, 800 horsepower beasts. Mm-hmm. With IndyCar, though, another great cross-pollination. And then uh, they go to Watkins Glen, another great track. Then uh, Virginia International Raceway, boom. Circuit of the Americas to wrap up the season. And uh, now we're into 2023. (laughs) That's November 4th through 6th. Where did 2021 go? Yikes. Time just goes too fast. So a lot of good stuff going on. It's, uh, It's time to get your game on. And if you'd like to get your game on with us and reach a terrific audience and a very powerful buying uh, audience in, believe it or not, is the number one spectator sport in the United States and in the world, we'd love to talk to you. It's real easy to, to, to find us. Just fire off an email to racecentralmedia at gmail.com. That's racecentralmedia at gmail.com. We've got customized packages. Everything's custom built, and we'd love to have uh, you as part of the family. A lot of big announcements coming up. Can't go uh, too much into detail. It is, again, that time of year. And uh, as big and powerful as we are now, we're getting even bigger and more powerful, and I'm excited to talk about that. So lots of good stuff going on. Uh, Looking forward to seeing the clash of Sunday. I still haven't had anybody contact me or call me, or I haven't really looked at my phone or tweet at Race Central. Uh, I need to find a a cool uh, new NASCAR bar. I mean, I've got one now, but uh, it's always good to have a spare you know, like the, the the race car and the spare car, so you could uh, uh, you could you know tweet it to me at Race Central, or you could uh, fire me off an email at uh, again the same website or ch- check that email Race Central 
media at gmail.com. That's racecentralmedia at gmail.com. Another great show in the books. Uh, stay warm. Thank goodness it's going to get warmer over the weekend. And then back to what is quote-unquote normal, whatever that means anymore. Glad to get that minus temperature stuff uh, out of the way. But uh, next weekend, our Race Central Not Your Average Car Show car show, the uh, our, our Cars and Coffee platform uh, right there in Broomfield at the WeatherTech Retail Store. That will be uh, next Saturday. And then we follow that right up with our Podium Karting and Events Center. The, the, the bashes, I'm calling it after the clash now, 9 a.m. Sunday, February 20th, all free. First hundred in the door, get the VIP cred. You miss that deal, you still get discounts all day long. And we're raffling off all kinds of great stuff uh, for your memorabilia collection. Should be a lot of fun. And we're also shooting Race Central TV. So for everybody here at Bonneville, let's me do my thing. For Sid the Kid behind the glass, the plexiglass, and to all you out there, hey, watch Race Central TV. You can watch it at Denver Comcast. Uh, you can also stream it off their website and on their Roku channel. You can uh, find us anywhere around the country, around the globe, anywhere you hear my voice. Contact your local provider for channels and showtimes in your market. And then again, the easiest place to find it is the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan, and that would be racecentralmedia.com. For everybody here at ESPN, for Sid the Kid, and all of our great sponsor partners, when it comes time to do commerce, support the people that support us, because without them, we can't do what we do. Look forward to seeing you at Cars and Coffee next Saturday, and then at uh, Podium Karting on February 20th for the Great American Race. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Thanks to Jim Jordan for joining us. Also, J.R. Hildebrand. We're the premier home, and we'll see you next week.